So like I was saying in the last, you know, little rant that I had, I said I was going to, you know, I don't really argue with people's opinions. But in this certain situation, I got to jump in and say a little something. Yo, Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson, if you are not familiar with Corey Anderson, he is a light heavyweight in Bellator. Um, Not the champion because I think the fight ended in a uh, no contest. So he does not have the belt or anything like that, but I think he's like number one in the division or whatever the case may be, right? He had the nerve to say, even after not getting a full win in the, in this last fight, saying that he is the best light heavyweight on the planet right now and that Dana White is having nothing but regrets. Family. Look, like I said, I don't argue opinion, but when, when, when there's certain things that you could just throw there and, and, and say to stump this man, I gotta ha- I have to, I have to. So first and foremost, I can name about five people in that division that beat Corey Anderson right now in the UFC. Um, and then besides that, let's flash back to his last UFC fight. And the reason I said last UFC fight, because it sent him off to Bellator. So to say you're the greatest of all time, greatest light heavyweight, bro, the unfortunate circumstances is, yes, you are in Bellator and you're still pro and you're still up there, but guess what? You are not the GOAT. There is no GOAT in Bellator. I'm sorry to say it. People don't say it enough, but it's fucking true, okay? You take the top five of Bellator in their best division, you take top five of UFC in their best division, and it's not even fucking close. It's not. All right, the talent level is way different. The only thing that Scott Coker has over uh, Dana White is he pays his fighters a little more. And I say a little more because they make it seem like he pays a giant lump sum of money more when he doesn't, right? Y'all just hate Dana that bad that you make it seem like he doesn't do anything for his fighters. If you look more into it, he does hook up his fighters. Obviously, Dana does some dickish moves. I can't argue that. We've watched Dana White do some dickhead moves, but... At the end of the day, man, Scott Coker isn't that much better. Y'all act like Scott Coker is like golden. But realize he picks up washed up fighters who got cut from the UFC because he knows they're going to say yes to a bigger paycheck than they were getting paid before. So, hey, Leoto Machida. Hey, Corey Anderson. Hey, Yoel Romero. Come here. I'll pay you more money to face lesser competition. Of course, bro. It's a fucking golden goose right there. Imagine being told, hey man, I'm going to give you, instead of your $15 an hour, I'm going to give you $30 an hour, less responsibility and, and less work. You don't have to do anything. You could just come in and sit on your phone the whole day, but you're getting $30 an hour. Because that's basically the equivalent to someone who works a nine to five to what they've been doing with Corey Anderson and all these guys. Scott Coker pays these guys to fight lesser athletes and lesser talent and, and you can argue that if you want, that's perfectly fine. But to me, I look at that. You look at the top five of those divisions and you're like, who? Who? Think about it. Ryan Bader has controlled the light heavyweight division and the heavyweight division of Bellator. Where was Ryan Bader in the UFC? Was he even ranked? People are like, oh, well, he got a lot better since he left the UFC. Is that a fact or has he faced lesser competition? Okay, so back to what I was saying with Corey. Corey has fought lesser competition. Look, this Vadim Kov, whatever the dude's name is, he ain't bad. The, the light heavyweight champion of Bellator now, he's not bad. 
but he's not fucking levels of the UFC, guys. Think about it. In my opinion, Dominic Reyes beats Corey. Yuri Petroska beats Corey. Magomed Ankalaev beats Corey. I got my fucking boy Jamal Hill sleeps that man. He takes his chin clean off. I, I, I can see it already. The, the hype behind the win against Johnny Walker for Corey Anderson, do y'all still think it's, it was a hyped up win? Or do you think now it's like, oh, after seeing Corey Anderson get chinned up and, or sorry, after seeing Johnny Walker get chinned up and knocked out multiple, numerous amounts of times now, was Corey Anderson's win that impressive? Not really. Not really. You know what I mean? Like, you talk about being the best, but the former best of the UFC is Jan Blaschwitz, which your last fight in the UFC was against a non-champion Jan Blaschwitz, who sent you to the shadow realm with a left hook. Or, sorry, it was actually a right hook. So, look, I've never been a Corey Anderson fan, ever. But I can give respect to where respect is due. You know what I'm saying? If the guy fights a phenomenal fight, I give him props. If, if, if he gets a good win, I'll give him props. But at the same time, when you are talking to blasphemy like that, it's no different than what AJ McKee did just a couple weeks ago by saying, oh, Alex Volkanovsky's win's not, uh, not even impressive to me. Uh, then he goes on and says he's gonna, he, it's inevitable. He's going to fight Max Holloway, and then he's going to uh, go on and win the UFC championship. It's inevitable. And then proceeds to lose a decision to Pitbull. Come on, like, wake up. Bellator is not UFC. Face it. Face the fucking facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look at the shows. You ever seen a show that's fully sold out of Bellator that's a packed arena? Other than in, 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 in a foreign country like Ireland or, or, or the UK where they can sell out a show? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy that these fighters step up and say how, how they're the greatest, how they're better than these guys, how they're better than that. And then they go on and proceed to lose. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're talking about you're talking shit about Alex Volkanovsky, AJ McKee. He's undefeated and not your type of undefeated. He's undefeated by beating the fucking best in the world. Since Volkanovsky has fought Chad Mendes, okay? Beat Chad Mendes. Didn't just beat Chad Mendes. He put Chad Mendes through fucking hell and then beat his ass. Then you go on, he fights Jose Aldo. Beats Jose Aldo. Not an easy task for anyone. Beats Jose Aldo. Goes on and fights Max Holloway twice. Beats Max in, in both fights. In my opinion, Max won two. But still, close enough to get the decision win against Max. So that's two fights against Max. Goes into a war against fucking Brian Ortega, who was not an easy fight. Gotten both the worst possible submissions that he could be in. Popped out. Continued to beat his ass and win that fight. And then comes in against this zombie and absolutely starches this man. The zombie had no answer for anything in that fight. Anything at all. So it's, it's, it's crazy to me the comparisons because truth be told, is AJ McKee a good fighter? Absolutely. I'm not going to take nothing away from him. Is Pitbull a good fighter? Absolutely. Is Corey Anderson a good fighter? Absolutely. Are they the levels of the guys in, this, in, in, in the, the, the opposing company? No. Not in the same division. Not at all. It, it, it. Look, Corey Anderson's got, got his little... Um, his little winner's jacket on because he beat Glover Teixeira in the past, right? Hey, guess what? A lot of motherfuckers beat Glover Teixeira in the past. And guess what Glover Teixeira is doing right now? He's walking around with UFC gold around his waist, okay? Because the last, what, seven, six, seven fights, he's fought nothing but young guys who couldn't fucking beat him. 
Think about that. That's a man in his mid-40s that young dudes on the come-up could not beat him. Couldn't defend his takedown. Couldn't avoid his wrestling. Couldn't avoid the submission. Couldn't avoid the heavy hands. Corey, just because you won in the past and you hold on to a win that you had. Literally, Corey could win like a decade ago and hold on to that. It's kind of like Josh Thompson. It's the same thing. There you go. Another Bellator guy. Josh Thompson. He, every time he gets the chance to talk about that Nate Diaz victory that was like 47 years ago, he'll talk about it. You know what I mean? He'll hop on it. Oh, well, you know, remember when I beat Nate, Nate Diaz? Nate was a good, good, blah, 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 blah. But I beat him. I, I knocked him out. Dude, stop. Because today, because today, that man would piece your chin up and flick you off, piece you up again, say, what's up? Piece you up again, flick you off again. You'd land two heavy shots and think you were something, and Nate look at you like, what's up? What's up, bitch? And that's it, right? The game has changed, man. Every fighter has changed. Fighters have evolved. To me, if you see a fighter that was once in the UFC, now in Bellator, to me, they didn't evolve. The only person in Bellator, the only person in Bellator that I have the one strong, strong opinion that he could do the same thing he does in Bellator in the UFC, but not guaranteed, is Gegard Mousasi. Gegard Mousasi can actually go back to the UFC and, and, and stand with all those guys and be in there and do the exact same things. But at the same time, you see like the Bellator fighters, the hop, oh, he'd, he'd be the one to beat, is he? No, no, he wouldn't because he lost to Uriah Hall. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes MMA math does, does work. You know what I'm saying? Gegard Mousasi lost to Uriah Hall. And then there's an undefeated Israel Adesanya besides for the one loss in light heavyweight, middleweight, he's undefeated. So you guys make these comparisons a lot because fans want to see the fights. Of course, we want to see a crossover event. How cool would that be to see um, the UFC and Bellator version of WCW and WWF? You know what I'm saying? It's, It's a sweet thing to see the crossover, but reality needs to strike and we got to be legit. Okay, what fighters actually have a chance against the others? You know what I'm saying? And AJ McKee and Pitbull, to me, both proved on that, on that Friday night that neither of them could take what Volkanovski has. Corey Anderson, to me, has not proved anything. You beat, what's the dude's name? Melvin Manhoff, Manoff, whatever the hell the dude's name is, who's been irrelevant for a very long time. No offense to him, but he has. The truth is the truth, and that's the fucking truth. The man's been irrelevant. Um, you know, Corey hasn't done nothing impressive to me. You know, the most impressive win he has is the win against Johnny Walker. You know what I'm saying? Corey's mouth is bigger than his skill set, and that, that's for sure. And he's not a shit talker. He's, a shit, he's not a shit talker. He's a different kind of talker. He's just like a kind to me, like kind of whiny, kind of, you know, babyish, you know, because he doesn't get certain ways. But now that, now that he's in Bellator and he gets paid, he thinks he's hot shit. You know what I'm saying? But props off to him, bro. You know, feel like you're, you're, you're something. Feel like you're high end. You know, I, I respect fighters got to give themselves the confidence to believe that they're the best. But um, at the end of the day, realization has to hit. It's different than AJ McKee at the time being undefeated, calling himself the best in the world. Look, I'm going to argue that. But at the same time, you're undefeated. So I can't tell you to not feel that way because you are undefeated. Corey Anderson, on the other hand, you lost a lot. It's just, it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things. We see the arguments all the time. At the end of the day, Bellator is the B League, UFC is the A League. That's just my opinion. If you want to argue it, go ahead. You know, hop on my Twitter, hop on my Instagram, come and give me your opinions. But that's my opinion. 
A League, B League, it's they're they're two different, completely two different levels. Um, you know, if you take maybe guys in the top ten before top ten before five five to one, you know what I'm saying? Five to ten, six to ten. I think six to ten is beating your top five of Bellator. So that's my opinion. And these guys calling themselves the best and being better than their actual opposing, um, you know, competition and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Like I said, these fighters are, of course, going to put themselves out there with the confidence. And I can't knock them. All I do is make podcasts. All I do is just sit here and rant. That's pretty much all I have this for is to sit here and rant. I know I get three to four views. Shout out to my homie Terrell. I know, I don't think Mans has missed the episode. Um, so shout out to him. Shout out to anybody else that I, that watches it. I don't really know who watches it. Four views, but today four, next month four million. It don't fucking matter. Um, I'm still going to make the shit. I'm still going to rant about the same shit because MMA is ever evolving. Always have stuff to talk about in the combat sports world. And as long as I got One listener listening, I'm going to keep on posting the shit. So thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.